Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women in making Coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Thank you for listening on 103.1 or on your favorite podcast, Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page or the Super Talk Mississippi Facebook page or the Super Talk Mississippi YouTube page. Are at um, Super Talk TV at supertalk.fm. We really appreciate you tuning in. We're trying to be there however, whenever you want to listen to us, and we really appreciate the growing number of listeners to Code and Super Talk Gulf Coast. We really appreciate it. Hey, listen, we're making incredible progress in, uh, in America as it relates to the vaccine. And as you can hear from the guests I'm having, we all kind of see a light at the end of the tunnel. We don't see, is that maybe the light at the end of the tunnel? We see a light at the end of the tunnel. And we still have to, you know, we still have to be uh, diligent. And uh, we're, uh, as you could see from the most recently reported numbers, 21 states still uh, reported an, an increase in the number of cases. So we've got to be careful as we relax our, our restrictions. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that today in just, in just a second. Uh, 2.5 million people have been uh, a day are getting the vaccine. That is incredible, and uh, and so you know we're making we're making good progress there. But the seven day moving average, according to John Hopkins University, University as of last Friday was 54,666 cases. So we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, Dr. Fauci, Fauci's been with uh, saying along with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that it's much, much too soon to declare victory. We just got to get everybody vaccinated. I think one of the most important things is that if we get everybody vaccinated, then it's hard for the vaccine to mutate. You know, it, it, it can't mutate if it can't find a host. And I think it's really important for us to, to think about. Um, there are some new uh, uh, variants out there. You've probably heard about those, new strains of the virus. About 30% of the, of the cases in America now are, are the, probably the UK uh, strain. Uh, he, uh, Dr. Fauci also added that the, the number on that one, incidentally, is B117. That, that, that particular strain has been reported in 94 countries and, and detected in 50 jurisdictions here uh, in the United States. So we, we've got work to do, but the goal here is just get the vaccine. I had a great conversation with Dr. Conger, the infectious disease doctor from Memorial last week, and he said that the government's missing something. They should, they should, there should be a reward attached to getting the vaccine. And what he says is, get the vaccine, lose the mask. And after watching this, this uh, you probably saw it, this exchange between Dr. Fauci and Senator Rand Paul last week, where Rand Paul was simply saying, if you get the vaccine, you don't need anything, right? And Fauci was not, was not really directly answering the question, and he talked about variants and whatever, it made me want to do a little of the investigating. And I actually found a really good story that was done by the BBC. And I want to kind of give you the rundown on it. Um, it says that early lab results on the vaccine uh, that was developed, developed by Pfizer says that it can protect against the new variants, maybe slightly less effectively. But keep in mind, it is incredibly effective uh, a, a vaccine. There are two new coronavirus vaccines that are to come out soon. One is called the Nova, Novavax, and the other is called the Janssen, and they also appear to have protection as well. 
Uh, a new one uh, that we've heard about that's over in Europe now that soon we may see it in America, the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine team suggests also that it has a, a good protection against a UK variant, maybe slightly less against the South African variant, but the point is that it has some protection. And then early results on the Moderna say that they also have protection, maybe less so, against the South African uh, variants as well. But the, the bottom line is that that we are, in all of these scenarios, the, the known variants, uh, these vaccines protect us against them. And uh, there are going to be new variants that come along. And I think that that's why the vaccines are constantly going to have to be redesigned and tweaked and all the things that we read about. But, uh, but the bottom line is, you know, if you get the vaccine, unless a business says you have to wear the mask, or unless you're in a situation where there's been some kind of government order that says you need to wear the mask, mask you're safe not having a mask. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm seeing. But we'll hear, we'll hear more about that from our guest today, Lee Bond, who's the president of Singing River Health Systems. He's a good friend of mine, a great friend of the show. And uh, let me start with this. I, I, got, I got my vaccine up, up, the, uh, up on Community Road at the Garden Park. Uh, location. And my wife had been uh, through there and she'd kind of given me a heads up that, man, you're going to be amazed at how efficient it is. Not only was it efficient, but they even offered me a sausage biscuit. Now, I didn't take it because I was fasting in the mornings, but, but man, I bet you hear incredible feedback about the process you guys have put in place. We are, and it's a testament to our people, Ricky. We've, we wanted to really have a good smooth process so people would be encouraged to get the vaccine make it as easy as possible and we we uh like we do with everything we want our service to be uh, the best the absolute best service possible and uh we we learned a little bit from uh, how they do it at chick-fil-a and we were trying to one-up him a little bit that's why we threw in the biscuit uh or a cookie <laughs> butter. but no it's it's been a great process and and it's very fast we've got it down to where in some cases, you can uh, make it from the time you enter the property to the end of the line in under seven minutes. So I uh, can't really ask for more than that, I don't think. That, that is, that's really incredible. It reminds me when I, th I think our state's doing a terrific job now. In the beginning, you and I talked about this, and they were a little bit too focused on the health departments. And certainly there was a, there was a little skin in the game for the hospital. What you urged was for the hospital engaged in a really big way. Because you guys did this. And, you know, and again, we weren't critical because, we, you know, those are the early steps. But what happened after that, that is slowly but surely hospitals were, were involved in the process in a much bigger way. And, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history. I, you know, the governor is a numbers-oriented guy. So once he got focused on the numbers, it was easy for him to determine that there's a great mix between a public-private partnership here that can get us to a place where we're leading the nation. And, you know, he's following the numbers, and that's essentially what has happened. That's 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 the best read on it you've got, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and absolutely. I, you know, I don't want to be critical of, of the state or anything, but we did say, you know, get these vaccines in our hands, and we will get them out. This is what we do. Let us do what we do, and, and we've done that. And I think it's been great that uh, the state has had their own resources. The National Guard has helped. It's, a I think, a testament to everybody. Uh, working together to do what it takes to get people vaccinated. So we're very happy so, with the process. So Lee, is your team involved in the efforts at the Coliseum as well? No, we we are letting the state handle that. Uh, we we talked, us and Memorial the State talked, and they had enough resources from the state. They were able to handle those uh, independently themselves. And so, and that's going fine. The more 
places you have for people to get vaccinated, uh, we think the better. So uh, we think it was good to deploy everywhere we could. Yeah, you heard my conversation with Dr. Conger, um, and Nicholas Conger, he's an infectious disease doctor over at Memorial. And uh, he's been a big, great friend of the show. He's very, such a practical-minded guy. And as you know, my politics, you know, I, I lean a little conservative. I'm in the middle with most Americans. That, that's the reality. And it's been crazy watching, and Dr. Congress feels the same way, the politicization of things like the mask and the coronavirus in general. But what he said, you heard the point, and I think you had heard this before we even talked today, that he said that we're missing the reward, that, that the reward should be lose the mask if you get the vaccine. Where, where do you stand on that? I agree 100%. The pathway to no masks is the vaccine. And I think it sends mixed signals when you've got the government saying, wear a mask, wear two masks. Uh, really, there should be uh, an effort instead to say, look, if you get vaccinated, you can get out of the mask. I think it's been proven now that if you get the vaccine after the, you know, period, you know, you might, you might get it if you're, if you don't wait a little while, it's not effective the minute you get the shot. But if you wait the required time, and you are fully vaccinated with your second dose, the odds of you getting the coronavirus are almost zero. And so the pathway to no masks absolutely is vaccinations. And I think that's what we should be pushing instead of, you know, you're going to have to wear a mask uh, potentially to infinity. Uh, people are not going to accept that. And it's also not uh, proper science, in my opinion. Lee, what's, what's, what's a little... Um concerning about the approach that Dr. Fauci's taking as it relates to this is he's saying that there may be unknown variants out there and we should be concerned, concerned to take that approach. We'll never take the mask off. I'm, and I'm not, again, I'm not, that's not a political statement and I'm not trying to be overcritical here. I'm just saying, what's the clear message to Americans? What's the cl clear message to Mississippians as it relates to the vaccine? I don't think that Fauci's doing a good job of nailing down the reality around that. Right. I I think he might have been backed into a corner because to say that, that, well, what about these new variants? What about a completely new uh, pandemic of some other sort that we don't know about? What about what if, uh, you know, a foreign country bombs us? You know, the future is unpredictable. We have to go based on what we know. What we know is the science says that if you get vaccinated, that you have an almost zero percent chance of not only getting the coronavirus, but also spreading it. And so I think that really needs to be focused and it really hadn't been, as you mentioned, there's too much, uh, it's really become a political issue and people are on the far left or far right, you need to be a little more in the middle and use uh, common sense, quite frankly. Why don't we do that? Let's do this. I, I want to make sure we don't lose that point. So when we come back, we'll talk about the politicization of the coronavirus to some extent and then shift gears and see what the latest is at Singing River Health Systems and the way that the coronavirus, the pandemic, has really revolutionized the way that health healthcare systems will operate going forward. We'll be back with Lee Bond, the, the uh, president of Singing River Health Systems, after this. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I 10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Koshi. I have Lee Baum, the president of Singer River Health Systems, with us today. And kind of the if there's a theme to the store to the uh, show today, it is get the vaccine, lose the mask. It should be that clear. I don't know why our government's making things so gray and foggy and. I don't get it, but I'm sure there's a political reason for it. I'm sure there's a political reason for it. And the politicization of the pandemic has been hard to watch, hasn't it? It has been tough uh, from day one. Again, right now is a new pinnacle. It's a shame, but it's been that way all along, Vicki. And I think uh, I just saw recently, just a couple of weeks ago, people talking about, you know, we haven't done a good job in America overall because of the number of deaths and, and all of this. And, you know, the fact is that we have more virus in this country because we are a very productive country. Our gross national product far exceeds any country in the world. And based on that, we should have more cases. And so it's a shame that people are so divisive right now and not more moderate to understand that, yes, you don't have to be a, you know, a a mass Nazi or an anti-masker, you know, respect uh, the differences in how people feel. Uh, focus a little more on the science and a little less on the uh, political side and the conjecture. And I think we'd all be in a better place. Remember the old adage, united we stand, divided we fall. We need to remember that a little bit more uh, right now, more than ever. I agree. I agree. And just one one other little anecdote. I was at Home Depot over the weekend picking up some pool supplies and stuff. And um, they don't necessarily require a mask, but I put one on anyway. I've had a vaccine. I put one on anyway, just because I look at about 50% of the people have masks on 50% didn't, but I just want to, you know, if I'm near somebody, I want them to know that I care about them and I want them, you know, if I'm out in public in that kind of situation, I don't want them to worry about me. Cause you still have a lot of people out there saying, why don't that, what that doesn't, uh, doesn't that person have a uh, mask on? I wish we had a wristband or something we could wear to say, Hey, look, see, I'm, I'm good. But you know, it's just the way it is, you know, that's just the way it is. So anyway, we'll switch gears. You know, the pandemic, we need we need one for sure. But look, here's the thing. The pandemic has forever changed healthcare system in America. And uh, you're still probably trying to figure that out. And as I said on many shows, just like 15 years after Katrina, we're still thinking about how did Katrina change coast of Mississippi? Think about think about the pandemic being a Katrina to the world. 15 or 20 years from now, we still may be talking about the pandemic and the effects of the pandemic. you agree with that? Yeah, I think we probably will. It, it certainly will be an interesting study one day in the, in the annals of history, what happened with uh, this coronavirus and uh, from the science portion to even the political portion and the emotional toll it's taken on, on people. It's, it's, uh, it's quite an event and we've still got to figure out how to navigate the rest of the way through it. There's a, Big light at the end of the tunnel, but we're not 100% through. For example, we've still got 15 patients between our three hospitals that are in the hospital with the coronavirus. Uh, fortunately, only one on the vent uh, right now. So we're a lot better off than we were, but it's still here. And the pathway to getting past it is we've got to get a higher percentage of people vaccinated. And and we're we're doing everything we can. You can still call our hotline, the 809-5555. We can get you in uh, today in Pascagoula or Friday in Gulfport. Uh, we're migrating to uh, have it in, in our clinics. And uh, the state health department and other hospitals are still working hard to get it out there. But when you think about the vaccine, what you need to think about is maybe not just yourself, 
that's one of the things that I think will be written in history. It was a period of selfishness. <laughs> People weren't selfless enough. And get the vaccine so that you protect other people, uh, the elderly that you might interact with, uh, your own family, those who might have comorbidities who are vulnerable. Do it for others, not for yourself. And I think that's something that we really need to focus on is to try to be more selfless in this country. Yeah, I saw a report the other day uh, where some, somebody went into a, a town in Oklahoma City where they couldn't find anyone in that city that was getting the vaccine. And I, you, meant, you may have heard me in my conversation with Dr. Conger. Um, I went to, uh, went to pick up some plumbing supplies, and the young man on the other side of the, of the counter said that, you know, it takes six years to test a vaccine. There's no way I'm going to get a vaccine. And I said, man, you need to do reading on RNA technology and, and just the whole process of how they're, they're checking to make sure that the vaccines are safe. It's a whole different approach than it used to be, and they are safe. They're much safer than if you get the, va- if you get the coronavirus, believe me. What, what's your thought about that? I couldn't agree more. I, I think that the, the fact is that if you've watched someone get the coronavirus, and worse yet, if you've watched someone die from the coronavirus, which I've seen, I've had a, there's people that I know that have died. I've watched people die from it. I've watched people struggle through it. Some success stories, miracles of people coming off the vent and making it. And you look at what they've gone through, whereas from the vaccine, you've had zero serious material documented evidence that it really causes uh, a serious problem with anyone. The vaccine is millions of times safer than getting COVID. And again, uh, Ricky, I go back to uh, the reason to get the vaccine is be selfless. Think about those nurses who still are struggling with patients, still dealing with this, still dealing with the coronavirus. Uh, think about what they've went through. And if you care about your family and other people one bit, uh, you'll look at the science of the vaccines and you'll take the time to go and get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so within the last couple of times we talked, you had brought in a garden park into the family of of hospitals. And, uh, you know, again, that's where I got my vaccine. But it, it felt like it got assimilated into your overall, you know, system pretty rapidly. But what, how's that going? Yeah, so we're still working on it. We've got a long way to go. We knew that when we invested in it. It's a great property, a phenomenal location right there off I-10. Couldn't ask for a better spot and a better, uh, just a beautiful facility. And we are continuing to work on the service that uh, you've heard about people and experience there. That's our that's our mark is service, service and quality. And that's why we partnered with Oshner. They believe in A-rated, high-quality uh, centers of excellence, and we do too. And so that's going to be our focus there at Singing River Gulfport, uh, just like it is at Pascagoula and Ocean Springs and everywhere in between. And we're going to just absolutely not lose our focus on quality is job one. We want to do it with a level of service that is unique, something that healthcare is typically not that great at. We want people to have a great service experience with us in addition to experiencing the quality. And I think that uh, what's happening in the early steps there in Gulfport are showing that we're going to be able to do it. So we're excited yeah. about the future. That, that's all. That's awesome. So uh, how's your team doing? Uh, they're doing good. I mean, they're, you know, people are still tired. Like I said, we're still dealing with uh, much lower than, I mean, we were at 90 something at one point. So to be down around 15 is a much better place, but uh, it's still not easy. And we also have people that are working extra days uh, to get the vaccinations done. I'm very proud of them for doing that, you know, for making the sacrifice to do what it takes to get people vaccinated 
but they're they're doing good. I mean, the morale is strong. They know that they're making a difference. They're you know improving health and saving lives and meeting the mission. And there's you know there's some some personal reward in that. But we're sure looking forward to the day where we can get back to the normal and focus on you know screenings for for normal things. I, I think we're starting to see people fortunately come back in for regular wellness checkups. Uh, it will help keep people from having strokes and heart attacks and uh, detecting cancer earlier. So that's where we're wanting to really shift uh, to meet our mission is to get people to come and do those those screenings and make sure they're taking care of themselves. Because let's face it, a lot of people during this past year were scared to go anywhere, including the doctor, and they've let themselves go a little bit. So uh, we're looking forward to getting back to a world where we're doing a little bit more of a preventative maintenance on the on the healthcare side. Yeah, I know some people who fit that description that that really needed to go see a doctor. And these are people who are close to me where I had to really urge them and remind them that they're probably the safest place is the hospital. So, you know, I think when when proclamations like uh, we're not going to do elective surgeries that require hospitalization and, you know, the numbers, you know, how many people are in ICUs, it scared people. It scared people. It made them kind of get inside their shell. Um, are you seeing people a lot more open now to, to doing the things they need to do? Getting a little better. We're having to encourage folks just a little bit. Uh, so we, we still see people a little more than normal come in where they've let themselves go just a little bit too long, particularly with heart issues uh, is probably the main area. And with screenings, you know, everything, yeah. colonoscopy, yeah. things like that. And we're, uh, we're seeing a little bit of pickup. We just opened the cath lab there in Gulfport uh, last week, actually did our first case at Singapore Gulfport, Dr. Quintana and I think Dr. Shaw and several others are, are doing procedures over there already and Cunningham, Tassan and others are ready to go. So that's exciting because, you know, we'll be able to do catheterizations that will keep people from having a uh, acute MI, a myocardial infarction, a heart attack. So uh, we are seeing people start a little bit more, but I, I think it's a little slower than probably uh, all of the world would like. So Dr. Conger talked about a particular case. Uh, he saw an infectious disease doctor for someone who had uh, a circulation issue in their foot and had an infection and waited long and ended up having led to an amputation as opposed to something he probably could have fixed. And that's something to keep in mind for people who know people like that. Maybe you have some issues yourself. But we're coming. Yeah. One of the final thoughts. Yeah. say, Ricky, uh, tell people, you know, now's the time. Get a checkup. Get, get the old school checkup. It's the smartest thing you can do. If you don't feel right, get a checkup. It's not going to cost you much and it could save your life. And for sure, for sure. Lee Bond, the president of Singer River Health Systems, a great friend to Coastview. Thanks for taking time. It's been great to catch up with you and have a great day. Well, thank you. When you come, we come back, we're going to talk about the conservation fund. Get the update on that. We'll see you after this. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.